Hey friends, welcome back to this week's episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. I'm Renan Diet Dietitian, Trainer, and Host Katie, and this is episode 246. This month, we are focusing on the theme of making peace with food. So if you haven't already, go back and listen to episode 244, where we talk about body attunement, because today we're building off that episode. And if you want to dig deeper, you're invited to check out our free masterclass where I walk you through our four-step process of the Reboot Bootcamp, which is our signature nutrition coaching program to help you reset your metabolism and your brain to really help you go from feeling obsessed or overwhelmed around food to feeling calm, to feeling confident around exercise, your body, food in general. Just go to katiehake.com forward slash masterclass or click the link in the show notes. And if you want to support the show, feel free to follow, subscribe, leave us a review, let us know what you like most. I read these reviews on the regular and I love connecting with each and every one of you in our private Fit Friends community, which of course, you are welcome to join that party as well. As always, we'll put all the links to all the things in the show notes. Today, we are going to explore what your attunement disruptors are. You're going to walk away with some clear action steps to help you make peace with food once and for all. We're also going to talk about chronic stress, what it is, what it looks like, and how that's impacting our ability to really connect with our bodies. So I hope you walk away with some clarity. You have some confidence about making peace with food and your body. Welcome to Fit Friends Happy Hour, a podcast about all things nutrition, fitness, and life in your 20s and 30s, all from a non-diet lens. I'm your host, Katie Hake, and I'm a registered dietitian, nutritionist, and certified personal trainer. Join me here every week as I talk with interesting people and experts from all walks of life about their relationship with food and their bodies. I'll also share my experience working with clients in my private practice to help women find food freedom and body confidence. I'm on a mission to help you stop quantifying and start living. Learn to stop measuring your success by the scale and find your fears. Think about attunement disruptors as distractions. When it comes to intuitive eating or listening, being in tune with your body, there is a freaking lot fighting for our attention on a daily basis. An attunement disruptor is anything that interferes with that ability to not just hear, but to respond to what your body needs in a timely manner. These disruptors could be physical distractions, such as getting a text message, someone walking up to you while you're eating and getting lost in conversation. But it could also be thoughts, rules, beliefs around food that are internally disruptive. Another disruptor could be simply a lack of regular self-care that's making it difficult for you to connect and to hear your body. Speaking of self-care, I do want to quickly address what is happening in the body when we're operating out of a place of this chronic stress, this this chronic chaos. In our initial consult with our Reboot Bootcamp clients, we actually ask a question for clients to rate their stress levels on a scale of one to 10. And I cannot tell you how many people rate that fairly low or, or they rate it high, but they can't really pinpoint what stresses them out because they operate at such a high level of stress regularly right? There's positive stress, there's negative stress. So think of positive stress like 
you're getting a new job, you're traveling, you're going on a first date. But then there's also the stress of just daily life of adulting, whether it's paying bills, cleaning your house, you know, taking care of the dog, right? There's so many different things that positive or negative, the body still recognizes stress as stress. And the natural stress response, you know, it's our body's way of protecting us is we've got this little part of the brain, the hypothalamus. It's at the base of your brain. And what it does when it notices stress is it sets off an alarm system in your body through a combination of nerve and hormonal signals. The system prompts your adrenal glands, which are located atop your kidneys to release this surge of hormones, including adrenaline and cortisol. Now you've probably heard of these hormones, adrenaline, think of like a roller coaster, your heart rate's up, your blood pressure's up, you kind of get this boost of energy. It's the hormone that you hear about people being able to flip over cars to save a life because they're amped up, right? Then there's cortisol. Cortisol is our primary stress hormone. And cortisol helps us, you know, helps us function because what happens is there's an increase in sugar or glucose availability in the bloodstream, which then allows our brain to use this glucose and increases the availability of substances that repair tissues. Cortisol also, when I say helps us survive, it basically can curb functions that would otherwise be non-essential or maybe even harmful in a flight or flight situation. So it may alter your immune system responses. It may suppress the digestive system, right? If you are being chased by a bear, well, that's not really time for you to eat a snack, right? And so the body will is amazing and it will suppress some of those digestive cues. It might suppress the reproductive system and growth processes. This is a really complex but natural alarm system. And it also communicates with the brain regions that control mood, that control motivation and fear. Now, typically this system, right? Everything that's going on with that, that hormonal surge it goes away. But with chronic stress, you might be in this constant state of fight or flight. So if there's a constant exposure, a constant elevation of these hormones, it can cause a lot of issues because it disrupts so many processes. Some of the symptoms or signs of chronic stress might be anxiety that you can't really pinpoint what it is to right? The high end. There could also be the low end, feeling really depressed, having some digestive problems, having headaches, having muscle tension, having pain, heart disease, heart attack, high blood pressure, stroke, sleep problems, weight gain, memory concentration impairment. And you might be wondering like, yes, Katie, I recognize I I am. I am in chronic stress, but why? Why am I the way that I am? Why is it that you know, my best friend and I get the same news about something and I handle it one way and they handle it another. And part of this is genetics for one, but number two, it's your life experiences, right? How somebody handles it, a situation, some news, or even just our physical environment, a lot of it goes back to your personal experiences. So this is why we almost always address basic self-care before we dig deep into the intuitive eating process. Honestly, if you are listening and you know that you have a lot of rules, you still have a lot of beliefs around food, around body, around movement, your self-care, like if you know that, but you also know your self-care shit, well, 
I want to save you some time. Don't jump into intuitive eating headfirst. Pause. Maybe just start with addressing your basic self-care needs like adequate sleep, regular meals, mental rest, hydration, creating space in your calendar, space in your day to just not be filled by anything else. It's sometimes hard to see the disconnect in the moment, but yes, to answer this question that it's quite possible that you staying up too late on Instagram and TikTok, that right there, that chronic stress, that chronic screen time, whatever it is, that definitely can be interfering with your ability to hear your hunger and fullness cues. Lack of self-care and lack of those basic needs can not just zap you physically, but also mentally and emotionally. So I'm going to list some possible attunement disruptors, and I want you to make note if any of these stick out to you. Skipping breakfast when running late. Working through lunch when you're busy at work. Watching more than two hours of TV at night. Exercising even though you're sick. Going really long periods of time without eating or always waiting until you're hangry to eat. Overeating or undereating when you're stressed or not just not nourishing yourself in a regular cadence. Multitasking while you're eating. If you're sleep deprived often. Drinking more than one to two alcoholic drinks at night, especially on school nights, right? During the week, how is that impacting just how you feel, how you handle things? Do you feel guilty if you're not productive? Unable to relax, negative self-talk. Maybe you don't really cry much or you just don't feel your feelings. You feel just kind of numb and you move through the motions on to the next thing. Maybe you go, go, go and you don't, you just don't know how to slow down. The thought of it, that thought right there stresses you out. Maybe you don't really know your purpose in life. Do you have a hard time saying no? Are you always feeling like you need to make others happy? Are you automatically saying yes to things? Are you taking pride in being super busy? Now, this is by no means an all-inclusive list. So I want you to ask yourself, what is making it hard for me to feel connected to my body? What might be getting in the way of being able to hear and to respond to my body's needs in a timely manner, right? That's the key timely manner. We've got to eat. We've got to take care of our bodies. And and there is a certain window of doing that. Is it basic self-care needs or is it something silly and fixable like eating while I'm driving? And maybe I just need to actually get away from my desk to eat meals. I'm going to challenge you today to pick one or two things that you can do that remove some of those disruptors that allow you to really connect, to hear those needs, to respond to those needs. I would love if you could share with us in our Fit Friends group, which whatever it is that you're deciding to commit to or to figuring out so that we can hold you accountable and cheer you on. This simple, simple, not easy, simple step of removing the distractions can allow you to get that much closer to food freedom. Girlfriend, you got this. I am so proud of you. You're doing the work and it's showing. Talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fit Friends Happy Hour. If you liked this episode, don't forget to share it with a friend. You can subscribe or follow wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Fit Friends Happy Hour. Talk to you next time.